and everything. And where I'm from, what she said from Philly, I've seen rowdy. And y'all ain't rowdy. So rowdy is, I mean, people shutting their windows because you rowdy. You know, they like almost want to call the police because you rowdy. You like disturbing them. You disturbing whatever it is that they were doing and cause them to focus on what you're doing. That's rowdy. That's rowdy. So much so that you just, what are they doing? Don't they know I'm trying to preach out here? Rowdy. Just rowdy. <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. We want to be rowdy for you, Christ. Amen. You may have your seats. But we're going to practice rowdy. Yeah, because Rowdy, who's from a big city? Who knows Rowdy? <laughs> rowdy. Sister Marisa, what happens when something's rowdy? They call the cops on you. What else is, is synonymous with being rowdy? Minister Deidre, you from Chi-Town? You had your hand up, kind of. What happens when rowdy happens? Y'all be quiet. What y'all doing? Or, or we had some, you had the nosy neighbors, right? They're curious, but they don't want you to see them. They turn off all the lights in the house. Sam, they at it again. That's not the message, but I want us to be rowdy for Christ. I, I, I just want them to call the cops on me. Call the cops on me. It's a lady running down the street for Jesus. Call the cops. It's a young person out there break dancing to just got saved. Try tripping. Call the cops. He been doing it for seven days. He crazy. Rowdy for Jesus. All righty. Rowdy for Jesus. I think we should get that. Somebody should get that on their license plate. Rowdy for Jesus. I'm rowdy for Jesus. 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 Play. Why won't you play? Because I'm rowdy for Jesus. 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 I'm rowdy. I'm rowdy. I'm rowdy. Rowdy for Jesus, rowdy for Jesus, rowdy for Jesus. I'm rowdy. Rowdy. I'm rowdy. I mean, our young people, they be like, yeah, I want to be hard, I want to be like the videos, I'm rowdy, I'm tough. You can't even get rowdy for Jesus in church. In a safe place. 
be rowdy. When I was little, it was a wrestler called Rowdy Rod Piper. Rowdy? What was it? Him. I'm rowdy for Jesus. Rowdy for Jesus. All right. Well, let's let's pray. Alante wants to pray. Father, we thank you for this day. And we give you all the praise and the glory, God. We thank you that we can have fun and rejoice in you. But Lord, truly, let us be rowdy for you, God. So much so that we draw attention, not to ourselves, God, but to the God that we serve. That people will wonder and be curious about what it is that makes us so rowdy. That makes us so out of our comfort zone that makes us so crazy for you. Lord, we love you and we trust you. We thank you for an opportunity to come together. And we just pray, Father, that every person in this sanctuary, every person that gets a CD, every person that is touched by this service somehow, some way, today, tomorrow, weeks, years to come, that they will be blessed tremendously because of the power of your word and the ministering, gift of your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Rowdy for Jesus. That's kind of got my spirit. Rowdy for Jesus. Okay, so I'll be 46 in a couple weeks. <laughs> and these have become a new accessory of mine, so... Praise God. <laughs> Glory. Contact lens alone don't work anymore. Amen. Somebody should give me a manual. Anyway. <laughs> Slides, please. <laughs> We're going to talk today about... It's me. I got to do it. What's your top ten? What was that? Huh? Oh, he does that? What's your... I didn't copy off David. We're, I'm in the bed. <laughs> but what's your top ten? So we talk about top ten a lot. And you don't really hear people say, what's your top six? Or what's your top eight? What's your top? Sometimes you might hear three and five, but a lot of times you hear top ten, something. In fact, there's a website, of course, there's a website, on top ten. And you can, like, put in anything, and it'll give you the top ten of it. Somebody had time to do that. Now, whether or not it's your top ten, I don't know. But today we are going to get to what is your top ten. How many people have a top ten? Like if I called on some of the young people and said, what are the top ten meals you can get at fast food restaurants? You think you could give me ten? Jillian, you can give me ten? You said? Big Mac meal, BK stacker, 
double cheeseburger, Coke, uh, small fries, chicken nuggets, uh, a salad, fish, American American Angus ba- bacon cheeseburger, and a bacon blue burger. That's the time. Bacon, bacon, bacon. <laughs> Amen. So he just named the top ten. So if somebody were to go up to Alante and say, you know what, I want to have the ultimate fast food experience. What's the top ten? Well, he just gave you ten things you could try. Amen? Oh, my goodness. I would like to go to the spa. I don't have a clue what I should do. Who can give me some spa top tens? Somebody not getting pampered enough in here. All of us. Except for Mother Linda. Well, um, I would get the reflexology, I would get the stones, I would get the aromatherapy, I'd get the deep tissue massage, I'd get the whirlpool bath, I'd get the um, herbal rub down, I'd get the uh, fingers and toes done, I'd get my toenails done, um, I'd get me a nice facial and a head massage and some cucumbers for the eyes, and just. (laughs) Brother Carlton, Brother Carlton. (laughs) Brother Carlton, I think you better catch up. (laughs) Well, you got to experience some of that, amen? Oh, okay, amen. Amen. But my point is, a top ten... A top 10 we can generate, okay? Let's look at the the next slide. Whoops, wrong way. Wrong way. Pause and think of that. That's why we let A.V. do it. Amen. Thank you, Minister Ricardo. I'll try to follow directions. Thank you. So top 10 experts. So most of you, you raise your hand because you think you can answer that. So when Alante raised his hand, he was like, I got this. You know, I could give you top 10. If you want the full experience on fast food, I, I'm, the, I'm the man. Baconator, Baconator, Baconator. Everything he said was bacon, bacon, bacon. <laughs> then we said, okay, who is the expert for spa treatments? I got this. I got it. I got it. Now, her experience is not just local, right? You've had some of these treatments all over, I'm sure. So she shared some of the things all over. So, in essence, when people declare that they want to give you a top ten, basically what they're saying is, I have some experience in this area, right? I can't give you a top 10 if I have no knowledge or experience in the area, can I? The experience in the area comes from either being an expert, over the years they've made the investment. There's a website called tripadvisor.com. This is a real website. And it talks about how to plan the perfect trip. Amen? And in essence, when you become a top 
10 list generator, meaning that you can create a top 10 list, you are giving a testimony of your experience. So when Mother Linda said cucumbers, pedicure, head massage, facial, she's giving a testimony of what she has experienced, of what she has seen, of what has been offered to her. She may or may not have taken advantage of it, but she's got some knowledge of it. Amen? When Alante gave his list of items, he was given a testimony. I mean, you could almost see him salivating a little bit. I mean, he was like, and then he, it was funny. It was like, he was like, small fry. I'm like, fries? But obviously, he likes beef better than potatoes. But my point is, when you can generate a top 10 list, you have some experience with that thing, right? And you are making a declaration. When I put the mic to him, he was declaring, okay, if anybody's listening and you really want to go to a fast food place, I am declaring, I'm putting my mark on it that you will have an awesome fast food experience if you do any of these things on this list. Now, if you do all the things on the list, my goodness, you got a fast food fulfillment fantasy. You just busting, right? Or you got indigestion or something. Amen. I keep going the wrong way. I'm trying to go back. Thank you. We tried twice. Alrighty, but here we go. So I had the opportunity to take some vacation time this year, and I went to, uh, to Denver. Cynthia, who used to come to the ministry periodically, she lives in Denver now, went to Denver, I went to Miami, and I went to Syracuse. And so in each one of those cases, I purposed to experience something in that region. So I went to the Internet, and I Googled top 10 for Denver, top 10 for Miami, top 10 for Syracuse. And so for Denver, this was a list of top 10 that came up. So again, if I went to several different websites, I'm sure the list would differ a little bit, but there would be some things that would be on each list consistently. Probably, right? So if you see there, there's some zoos for the animal lovers. There's some sports things. There's some museums. There's some gardens for the people that like outdoor floral things. There's red rocks if you enjoy seeing nature. So there's a menu of things that capture the beauty of Colorado, the character of Colorado, but yet it appeals to individuals differently. Would you agree? I feel like Howie Mandel when I do that. He does that. (laughs) I just don't have the bald head. All right, so the red, the underlined bold face item is where I had a chance to go. Next slide. So you can see I took a picture of the Red Rock sign because in essence you want to capture where you've been because you may not get there again. So you want a memory of it. And why do you want a memory of it? You can remember, you can share with others. Maybe you want to convince others. If you're going to Denver, you need to check this site out. Now that little face in the other upper right-hand corner, that's Cynthia's grandson. Why she went to Colorado in the first place. 
So she is his full-time nanny granny. Amen. Next slide. So this is 16th Street. This, again, is something that's well-known in Denver, Colorado. It's shops. They have arts festival. At the time, they had an arts festival. Now, what was interesting about the arts festival is that's held once a year, but this is the 14th year that they were holding it. So, again, when you're creating a top 10 list, some things on that list might be available to you all the time, whereas other things on the list are once a year, one time. If you don't get there that time, you miss it. Remember that. Next slide. Rocky Mountain National Park. So this wasn't on the list primarily because it's not in Denver, but it is in the state of Colorado. And that was an elk. I think that was an elk. And that's me feeding a chipmunk. Now, you should not feed the animals. <laughs> However, that wasn't in the park. That was outside the park. And I just sat down, and they just ran up to me. So it was like having my own Alvin experience. <laughs> Amen. Again, asking coworkers, I'm going to Colorado. What should I see? Oh, you've got to go to the Rocky Mountain National Park. Okay, I put that on my list. Because someone said, you got to go to Rocky Mountain National Park. They didn't give me evidence. They didn't give me gas money. They didn't pay for my ticket. They didn't show me evidence. They didn't even, how do I even know that Rocky Mountain is really in Colorado? They just said, go. So I went. Next slide. Miami. Had a chance to go. Miami Heat. Woohoo. Okay. <laughs> a lot saved, just you and me. Alrighty. Miami. Had a chance to go to Miami July 4th. Again, what are the top 10 things to do in Miami? A lot of beaches in Miami, a lot of sun. So a lot of the items there are really about being outdoors, being among the sun, going to the beaches, etc. So I only had a chance to really capture one of those things. Next slide. Champions! Woohoo! Okay, nobody's with the heat. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I'm happy they won. But you can see some beach scenes. That was my cousin Tangie. I'd rather have her up there than me, so don't tell her. But that was at South Beach. So again, one of the things, one of the highlights that they talk about going, we went. Now, I have had reactions to the sun. When I've been in the sun a lot, I break out. But as I've gotten older and taken more vitamin D, I've become less sensitive to the sun. Praise God. But did that stop me from wanting to experience a top 10? No. I put on a hat. I put on sunscreen. I do what I need to do. But I was going to get that experience. Because somebody said, this is a top 10. If you're going to Miami, you've got to go to South Beach. You've got to go to Bayside. Okay, got to go. I'm going to do it. I'm there. Next slide. Syracuse, New York. How far is Syracuse? Two hours. Can all of us go to Syracuse if we desire? Get there pretty close, pretty easily, right? So I actually was at work in Canton, New York, and was driving through Syracuse and decided to stay overnight. Very impromptu. So that night I got on the Internet, Google, top ten things to do in Syracuse. So that's what came up, and mentally I began to formulate a plan. I'll wake up, I'll eat, I'll go to the zoo, I'll see Ice Age 2, um, 4, sorry, and I will eat again and come home. 
at the Carousel Mall, and I won't shop. I'll just take in the ambiance. <laughs> Next slide. <laughs> so I did eat breakfast, and I did go to the zoo, and I touched the elephant. The elephant needed lotion. <laughs> but I touched the elephant, and I did go to the Carousel Center, and I saw the movie, and I ate popcorn, and I ate dinner, and I did not shop. Amen. Next slide. So when we talk about destinations, and I'm, I'm going somewhere. I wasn't just intending to give you a slideshow of what I've been doing. But my point is, when you talk about these top ten lists, um, there's a message behind that for us as believers. Amen. So when you get a top ten list, as you can see from those that I've shared, it gives you options, Right? Did you have to do everything on the list? Did you have to do anything on the list? Did you have to even take time to Google a list? No. You can go about life every day, and when you have a chance to go somewhere, you can see what happens when you get there. In fact, my cousin Tangie, she's the non-planner of the duo that travels. I wanted to have options in mind. We didn't have to do them, but I at least wanted to know what my options were. She's like, oh, we'll figure out when we get there. Okay, and that works for some people. But it gives you what to do, it gives you things to do, places to see, food to eat. And it's all based on making your experience memorable and experiencing the fullness of whatever it is where you're going. Amen? Amen. So ultimately, these lists are designed to help you make a lasting and memories of where you've been but ultimately to give you a testimony to someone else. So if I go to some different places, either on the list or off the list, or I make my own list, because I've chosen to go there and I've chosen to have these experiences, I can now testify of the experience. It may have been good, or it may have been not so good. But I'm now equipped to give you a testimony. Next slide. So how do you manage through a top 10 list? So who's taking a trip soon? Anybody? Where are you going? Minister Ricardo. China. Do you desire to see some things in China? Yes, he says yes. So let's say that Minister Ricardo Googles a top 10 list for China. One thing he's got to do is have a list or at least have the information. Second thing, he's got to make it a priority. Now, if I'm not mistaken, you're going for work, right? But even in the course of that time while he's there, work is going to drive a certain set of hours, a certain set of tasks. But he's got to make it a priority. I want to see these things and still work as I've been sent to do. He's got to have a plan. Okay, project here. We got dinner here. I got to go to this Sakai City. I got to catch a train there. So. If I want to see this, I got to do this, and I got to plan that, and I got to buy a ticket, and I got to count up the cost. Got to have resources. Got to make time and a schedule. Got to have the energy, maybe get some rest. Got to have directions. How in the world do I get there? What's the best mode of transportation? Is it safe? After all, he will be a foreigner. Got to be persistent. By Thursday, he intended to take a trip on Friday. By Thursday, he's whooped. He's had four dinners, worked from sunup to sundown. 
oh, maybe I'll see it next time when I come to China. What if there's not a next time? Go alone. Can't get anybody to go with me. Oh, I don't really want to go there by myself. But you know what? I'm going to go alone. They don't want to see what I want to see. They don't want to experience what I want to experience. Realize that some things are seasonal. Now, is this, what season is it in China? Hot? Hot season. <laughs> so sometimes different seasons will hinder your ability to see what you want to see. So you got to pick and choose when you go. And ultimately, you got to have the desire and you got to sacrifice. You agree? Next slide. So let's talk about right here in our own backyard. Some of us live closer to Elmira. Some of us live closer to the Corning area. When I Googled top 10 things in those two regions, these are some of the items that came up. So show of hands, who's been to CMOG, Corning Museum of Glass? Good portion. Who's been to the Rockwell Museum? A little less. Who's been to the National Woodlawn National Cemetery? Hmm, few. Who's been to the Christmas House? Who's been to Connors Mercantile? Market Street. Okay, very good. So it looks like of the list that I've asked about, many of you have been to one or some of those places. But how many of you, either as a child, you lived in a different area? And people will say, I'm going to your hometown. What should I do? Where should I eat? Where should I go? You know, I heard about the Liberty Bell. You ever been there? No. Frida, you ever been to the Liberty Bell? No, I've never been to the Liberty Bell. Why haven't you been? I'm making this up, y'all. I've been to the Liberty Bell. <laughs> Why haven't you gone to the Liberty Bell? Well, I never took time there. I never, it's right, I just never thought about it. Oh, well, the Liberty Bell represents X, Y, and Z for our nation. Did you know that? Well, no, not really. You know, I hear a lot of hype about it, but, you know, I have time. How often do we have something readily available to us? And it has relevance, it has pertinence, and we don't take advantage of it. Too often. And then when someone comes to us and they have the inquiry about Philadelphia, about Chicago, about Elmira, about Corning, about wherever it is you are from, we cannot give them an answer such that it will cause them to want to experience that thing or that place. Amen? Next slide. The sad reality, and it is a sad reality, is that we don't often take advantage of what's around us and what's available to us. We talked about who's visited the different places and who would create a totally different list. Maybe your experience is totally different. But my point is you should have a list. If I said, what should I do on Saturdays? I got Saturdays open now. What are some things I could do in Elmira? Ain't nothing to do in Elmira. <laughs> what can I do in Corning? <laughs> you might as well forget that and get you a nap. <laughs> I've said this. Well, I haven't said the nap part, but I've said it's nothing to do. But until you kind of sit back and, and purpose to find something to do, do something different that you've not thought about, had a chance to visit some gardens in Canandaigua, and it just came in a AAA magazine, and I just said, I'm going to go. 
So sometimes you just have to say, I'm going to do this. Never did it. Never heard of it. I'm just going to do it. And that's how you learn what you like and what you don't like. So I want to talk about a personal experience in Asia. As you all know, I had a chance to travel for a little over three years to Japan, Taiwan, Korea, and China. Very, 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 very rarely did I venture out and see what was around me. People talk about all the landmarks and things to see when you're in Japan and do. I didn't do them. Only if the work group did it or I had to do it to do my job, did I do it. I kept it safe. I walked. When I walked, I walked around a couple blocks of the hotel. I didn't venture out. I didn't venture out by myself. I didn't see the mountains that people talk about. I didn't see the museums people talk about. I didn't see the beaches people talk about. And why? Two reasons. Tired and just not comfortable going alone. So in essence, I had opportunities that no one else probably will ever have to go and to see and to do, to share with others. What should I see in Japan? I can tell you what to eat. <laughs> but I can't really give you a list, you know, other than those places, again, where I was escorted with a group or was part of our job that we went there. And so I did not take advantage of what I had a, a chance to be exposed to. So I can't give a testimony of all the great landmarks and things like that to experience in those areas. And I may not get that opportunity again. And maybe I will. The key is, if I do, will I do something different? And I hope that I would. Next slide. So here we go. We are in church, you know. This is not about fast food top 10 or spa top 10, although those are good. It's not about the Denver top 10 or the Miami top 10, or even the Syracuse Elmira Corning top 10. But as a believer, who's a believer in here? So as a believer... We ought to have our top ten. And somebody says, what? And we talked a little bit about this in Sunday school. How do I experience the fullness of Christ? What's our response? What is that top ten that we give them? What is it that, oh, man, if they do this, it, oh, whew, you, you just going to know God if you do that. If you do that, oh, my goodness, you're just going to be blessed for weeks on end. If you experience this, my word, you go to the next level of God. Oh, if you see this, you have seen the goodness of the Lord. What is that list for us? What is that list for you? What do you tell people to do? What places do you tell them to go? What things do you tell them to read? What things do you tell them to eat? You're like, eat, relative to God? We're going to get there. But what is that list? If someone said today, they came in here, and they said, can I have the mic? And I said, okay. What ten things should I do to experience the fullness of God? How many of us could rattle off that list? From a personal, remember, the list is based on personal experience and your expertise. No matter the age, you have some, has had some experience with God. Even if it's once a week, 10 a.m. Next slide. <laughs> Y'all notice I haven't put these on cool. I need them now, for real. <laughs> okay, so suppose we created a website, right, because technology, and we're going to call this website advisethebeliever.com. And they could Google how to experience the fullness of God or how to have a full life lived for Jesus. Because after all, there's about 
50, 60 of us in here. We've experienced God for some time. We're experts in this area. We've been called. We've accepted salvation. We know the top 10. Amen? Amen? Next slide. Let's read from Ephesians. You would turn in your Bibles because you have them. We're going to read chapter 3. And I'm going to read actually from the Amplified Version, verses 18 through 20. Okay, I'll read it. That you may have the power and be strong to apprehend and grasp with all the saints, God's devoted people, the experience that have experienced that love, what is the breadth, what is the length, and what is the height, and what is the depth of it, that you may really come to know practically through experience for yourself the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled through your entire being unto all the fullness of God. This is what Paul is writing about. I want you to really know for yourself as an individual, have your own experience that you can declare that you've experienced the fullness of God. Not knowledge, not just knowledge, not just what you read, but you have experienced some things with God. Right, Mo? Have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. Flooded. When a flood happens, and some of you may have lived in this area when the flood happens, a flood just takes away stuff. So when a, a flood comes to a house, it, is nothing, it just has power, and it just elevates it and carries it away. And when you've been full with God, that he's flooded you, I want to be flooded. I want to be rowdy and flooded. Man. Are you right? Flooded and rowdy. Wow. Okay. So it says, carry out his purpose and do super abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think. Infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. Now this amplified version is really ministered to me. And maybe you all have a different version and that's okay too. But the fullness of God. Do we have a list, a top ten list that we would give someone that would give them this outcome. Right? Because I'm only going to go to Denver one time. So this top ten list better be on the mark because I'm going to go by it. And you said you're an expert and you said you're tripadvisor.com and and, well, you perfect, planned a perfect trip. You said you're advisedthebeliever.com, and, well, you said you give me the fullness of God list of experiences, and I'm printing off this 10. That you may really come to know through experience for yourself. Go solo, go with the family, but at the end of the day, you're going to know the love of Christ, you're going to go beyond knowledge that you will be filled 
and flooded with God himself. Next slide. What's your top ten? And granted, now the top ten can't be a paragraph for each one because they just print off a list. It's just a quick list. So it's got to be a quick instruction because after all, if I've printed the list, I've already got some level of interest. This morning we talked about your will and God's will. God's will is already defined. The top ten items already exist. But because I'm purposing in my heart to Google and search these top ten, print them out, put them in my portfolio as I pack my bags, I'm purposing to leverage some of these top ten. So if a person comes to you, they don't want to hear the readers. They, want, they don't want the encyclopedia kind of top ten. You got to boom, 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 right? So here's some top ten I thought about. To see, do, experience. Because that's what a top ten list for geographic area is all about. Things to see, things to do, things to buy, things to eat. See God every day in the world around you. God does awesome things in nature. You think about Niagara Falls, you think about Rocky Mount, but even just in driving up and down 17 when the seasons change and the trees change, I'm just like, that just amazes me. And they could go through those hues and then shed the leaves and then come back vibrant green and go through the process all over again. And if you think about the hues, like, would you put a red and an orange and a brown and a rust and a little bit of gray and a little bit of brown bark together? Probably not. But God has done it beautifully. See God every day in the world around you. See yourself in the character and image of God. Do give. Give your time, give of yourself, give of your emotions, which is hard sometimes. Do pray. Do fast. Do lead someone to Christ. After all, you said you wanted to experience the fullness of God. So these are some of the things that you should do and you should see. Because in that, you're paving a way for a memorable experience. One that if you never come this way again, it will be lasting. Next slide. Go. Go to church with other believers. Go on a missions trip and serve others. Eat. Eat the word daily. How do I eat the word? Man, you can read the Proverbs every day. There's 31 of them. For a 31-day month, you're good for the month. For February, you got extra. Receive the filling of the Holy Ghost. Now, when I print out the top 10 for Colorado, and I took that top 10 to Cynthia in Colorado, she had not been to many of those things on my list. But she was willing and open to experience them with me for the first time together. She was not apprehensive. Okay, you printed it out. It's right here. Let's do it. But in some cases, in Florida, I really don't want to do that. Okay, I'm going to do it. That doesn't negate her experience, but here's some things that I want to do that's going to make my fullness lasting. So as you give people your list, which we're going to have readily available, be ready to explain it further, 
Cynthia said, well, what is this Red Rock Amphitheater? What is it about? And I showed her what I had printed out, and I shared with her what I had learned. So as you have your list of ten, because we are askthebeliever.com, be prepared to elaborate. Well, what does it mean to be filled with the Holy Spirit? What was, what was, how did you like that experience? Was it expensive? Did it cost me something? How long is it? This feeling take eight hours because I had a feeling at the dentist's office and I had to go back for a second visit. Tell me about this feeling. Okay, my jokes are bad. But my point is, when you have a list, people are going to ask additional comments. And so my feeling was a Saturday night. I was listening to the Holy Spirit tape series. I was about on tape two in my pajamas. And it's just to open your mouth. And I opened my mouth and I started to speak in tongues. And I was filled and I was crying. And I remember rolling on the living room floor in my pajamas. It was so awesome. To some, they went, oh, God, I will do that. But to others, really? And you still today? Yup. Mm. Well, I got to have that experience. So when the people come for your list, be willing to share it. They may not like everything on your list. They may not be able to identify as you've experienced it but at least be available and willing to share yours. Amen? Amen. That's all God asks of us, is to be willing and be available. Next slide. There is an urgency for your top ten. So as you leave today, I encourage you, what would be my top ten? If someone said, how do I experience the fullness of Christ? Start thinking about that. What does that list look like? How do I articulate it? People are searching for Jesus. People want a genuine experience with Jesus. People don't know where to begin. People are ready. People are seeking less than the best. They're settling. They're settling. They're settling. They got one time to get there and get it right, and they're settling. And we can help them not settle. They need an experience beyond the vacation period. They are ready. They need to know your top ten. They need to know directions. How'd you do it? They need to hear your testimony of how you were and continue to be blessed. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's it. I think. Next slide. Is there a next slide? No, next slide. Okay. I forgot. <laughs> so there is a top ten. Amen? And I hope that this has been clear for you. Every person in this, in this sanctuary, no matter the age, you can have a top ten. Just like Alante rattled off top ten fast food. We've been around long enough. If you've had 10 services you've attended at somebody's church, that's an opportunity for a top 10. If you've prayed to God 10 times, that's an opportunity to have a top 10. If you rededicated your life 10 times, that's a top 10. You may say, man, she he or she dead rededicated life 10 They're not serious. They, they, they sane enough to come back. Amen. God is good. All the time, and God is great, greatly to be praised. I'm going to work on my top ten some more. 
And not only that, you find that when you reminisce, you go back to the picture books or your handouts or your tickets. Some people, when they go on a trip, they save every part of it, like any ticket or ticket stub they bought. And I do it with the hopes of making a scrapbook, but they haven't been made yet, but I still have the stuff. But my point is, there's a memory, there's a remembrance, there was an awesomeness about that fullness, that experience that you want to maintain. And that little ticket reminds you of what it is. And so today, you've heard the message, the fullness, the overflowing, the flooding of what God wants to do in our, in our lives, of himself and, and manifest himself real to us. Um, first of all, you have to be saved. You know, we said we are askbelievers.com. And so if you want to be a top ten list creator, then you've got to believe. Amen? If you want to be part of this team, when we do our website launch, you got to be able to contribute. Because we can't have slackers. Amen. Amen. There's work to be done. Jesus said the laborers are few, but I don't believe they're few this morning. So if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you have not declared Jesus Christ as Lord, and you do not have a relationship with him, and you do not say that you're a believer, and you do not even really have a clue about the top ten, what you would do, or how you would even begin it, the altar's open. And we're just going to pray with you and minister salvation to you. That's first and foremost. Maybe you've backslidden. Maybe you've gotten confused a little bit by worry. Things in the media have caused you to doubt and question God, God, his existence, his purpose for your life. The altar is open for prayer. And it's not to put you on spot. It's not to highlight you. It's just to openly say we agree with you and we are praying for you. And we're going to pray with you right now. Even if you just want to stand where you are, we will come to you. Because that's how urgent this top ten is. Don't let this be a Sunday, just another Sunday. Ten to twelve checkbox. You might not visit this destination again. <laughs>